Today's daf is daf chaf aleph, page 21, in the Hedigim Saito. And we pick up eight lines from the top of the Yomud at the two dots. Everybody, a moment to find the place. Okay, here we go. Davchov, Aleph, Omad Aleph. Our Mishnah says that even though the Saito waters cause a bulging of the eyes, the sinking of the face, a protrusion of the veins, but there's chusin that can last for her a year, two years, three years. Says the, says the Gemara, ready? Chavar, we got a fascinating, fascinating doubt. What type of merit protects her? It's the merit of Tyra. A woman is not obligated to learn Tyra. And it would be strange that the merit that's going to protect her is something that she's not even obligated in. So what schus does she, does she have? Ella's schus to mitzvah. She has the schus of performing mitzvahs. Okay. Schus of mitzvah. Seder. Says the Gemara, "Zchos to mitzvah me manga kuli hai." Does the merit of mitzvahs protect her to save her life to such an extent, up to three years? For hatani b'lerin derbaisa ezudar shavanachem bar yaisi, shavanachem bar yaisi gave this drasha. Kiner mitzvah v'tayrar. It says that a mitzvah is a candle, and the Torah is the flame for the candle. Tolak kosvat a mitzvah b'ner the Torah. Connects the mitzvah to the Torah. That's a, uh, I'm sorry. The Torah compares a mitzvah to a candle. That's a Torah bar, and the Torah to a flame. That's a mitzvah in there. Why is a mitzvah compared to a candle? Just like a candle only gives off light while it's lit. A mitzvah will protect you. You ready for this? While you're doing the mitzvah. But the moment the candle is no longer burning, there's no light, so too by a mitzvah. The protection of a mitzvah doesn't, t- doesn't help you after the mitzvah is performed. It helps you during the performance of the mitzvah. And the terror is compared to light, to a flame. Just like light gives off uh, eternal light. So the Torah protects forever, even when you're not performing the mitzvah. It keeps going. When a person learns Torah, the Torah influences him. On and on and on and on and on. Ma um zayimer b'salecha tan chayisach v'gaimer b'salecha tan chayisach zayilam haba. And the way he's going to follow you is referring to zayilam haba b'shach b'tish marlecha. And you lie down; it's going to watch over you. When you lie down, the Torah is going to protect you. Zumisa, it means in death. And when you wake up, it's going to be what you're talking about. The Asid Lavai is referring to the Asid Lavai, to the future. It's a parable to a person who's walking in the darkest night. He's afraid of all the potholes and the thorns and everything that's out in the side that's going to scratch him and beat him up. Umichayra from wild animals, minalistim and wild bandits. Ben Yedebe is Derek Mahalech, and he doesn't even know where he's walking. Nizdamle, Bukashalar, if he has a torch. Nitzam minakaitzim, uminabchosim, minabarkonim, yechevra. 
There's a lot of thorns out there. There's a lot of bandits out there. There's a lot of wild animals out there. In the world, there's stuff coming at you. But if you have the flame of Tyra, you will be saved from all these things. You know to stay away. But just because you have a candle doesn't protect you from wild animals. They can still come at you. Now they see you. And you still don't know which road to go on. But once the day comes and you have dawn, need some because they walk away. Once it comes daytime, the animals they go they go to sleep. The bandits are done their job. And you still don't know the path of life. You still don't know where to go. I have the Torah again, protecting me from the thorns. And the Torah also guides me during the daytime. What does that mean? It removes the things that come from the outside. When a person follows and studies Torah and follows that way of Torah, you're protected in a way. Rakadish Baruch is going to make sure things that go at other people is not going to come at you. But you still don't know what's the derech. Higi Prashas Drachim. But now you come to a crossroads. Oh, Sanitza Mikulam. You know which path to take. You know whether you're going to the left or to the right. Okay. So you could uh, you have a mahalach now. You have signs. You have a you have a path. You have an approach. Another way to explain this: Avera mikave mitzvah. And Avera in general is mechave. Right? It's one of the lamates malachas. It extinguishes. It puts out a mitzvah. They Avera mechave Torah, but Avera can never get rid of limud Torah. Shnamar as it says. Mayim Rabim la Yuchlu Lachabais S Ha'ahava. Could have tremendous amount of water, could never put out the love represented by the Torah that Khajbroka gave us the Torah between him and Kla Yisrael. So you see, says the Gemara, we have a question here. The question is that huh? A big question. You get rewarded for your mitzvahs, you get punished for your averas. How could an avera be machab and mitzvah? Okay. How could Avera be Mechaba Mitzvah? So the Gemara started out with a question. So we we're talking about. So right now we're asking a question, and the question is that the, we started out by saying that this woman has a chusim protecting her from the Mesaita. We asked, "What's her chusim? It's chusim of Tyra? Can't be because she's not Mitzvah in Tyra. So what's the chusim? Mitzvahs. So the Gemara is asking a question here. The Gemara says, "Mitzvahs. Mitzvahs only protect." During the performance of a mitzvah. It doesn't protect when you're not performing a mitzvah. You see, in Averi, can put it out. So while you're doing the mitzvah, go out. So how's this woman who's not performing a mitzvah, how does she have a, the, the mitzvahs being made on her that the water is going to take one year, two year, three years? And for the Gemara, Rabbi Yosef, mitzvah, be'idna da'asigba, magno matzla. While you're doing the mitzvah, protects you. But when you're not in Isaac, you're not involved in the mitzvah, you're magna. It protects you, but at Sulei Loi Matzla. It does not save you. Now, what does it mean it protects you, but it doesn't save you? See, here we go. What it means like this it protects a person from punishment, consequence, but it doesn't save you from performing more others. But Tyra, the way this connects to spirituality, when a person's at night, I'm trying to do the right thing, but there's darkness around me. So we say, there's bandits and wild animals lurking. 
you're going to have the problem. Granted, you want to do the right thing, but the world's going to throw bandits and wild animals at you. Once the dawn comes, they go away. What's happening over here, says the Gemara, if you do mitzvahs, the mitzvahs will protect you from punishment. If you have enough zechosim, even if you're not Isaac b'mitzvah right now, you'll be protected from zechosim. However, to protect you from performing more averis, a mitzvah doesn't do. So a mitzvah could help you not suffer a consequence, but it's not going to lead you in the right direction. Tyra not only protects you from punishment, it will even lead you in a direction of performing mitzvahs and refraining from averis. So you have both the passive and the active. By mitzvahs, it only helps remove the passive. It doesn't do anything active for me. The Torah gives activity to a person and actively helps a person stay away from sin and leads a person on a way of, of goodness. Okay? Now, according to this, it makes sense that our Mishnah, for our Mishnah to say, a saita could be protected for up to three years from punishment. Because we're saying a mitzvah will protect you from punishment even when you're not involved in the mitzvah. The only thing a mitzvah doesn't do is save you from further sin. But it will protect you from punishment and hence our Mishnah makes sense. Okay. Maskifla Rabba. Rabba asked a challenging question. But now, didn't they? Weren't they involved in Taira? They certainly were. They were both Haligat Sadikim and Tamidechachamim. Why didn't it protect them from doing Averis? Okay. Brought. Uh, uh, did a tremendous avera by wiping out naive irakayhan, and there, there, there was limaratayr. But you're telling me now limaratayr protects a person from further sin. It didn't help them. So, how can you tell me the tayr that tayr protects you from further sin? Says the Gemara, Alamarava asigba. When a person is a tayr, when you're learning tayr, asigba. At a time that you're involved in tayr, magnu matzul, it protects you. And it's also matzil that saves you from averis. The inner the But let's say I'm not learning Torah. It's pain as manim. Agunei magnei. It surely will protect him. Atzulei loy matzla. But it's not going to help you further. But by a mitzvah, bein be inner the asigba, bein be inner the loy asigba. Agunei matzla. Atzulei loy matzla. It all it does. Okay. All it does is is uh, save him from. Uh, it, it save you at the time whether or not you're involved in it, but it never is going to save you from future sin. Okay, so we're qualifying our statement. Says the Gemara, Ravina, Ravina says, You should know that the schus of this woman doesn't necessarily have to be the schus of a mitzvah. It doesn't necessarily be the schus of a mitzvah. It could even be the schus of Tyra. It could even be the schus of Tyra. Of Tyra. A woman has Chosli Now before we said, how could it be a Chosli She has no obligation. Ravina says, doesn't matter. You said, ah, how could Tyra protect her? She's not even commanded. It's true, she doesn't have to learn Tyra. But for the reward, that they prepare their families their husband and children, to be ready to learn Torah, 
and they wait for their men to come back from yeshiva. Don't they have the same element of protection in their families? And Mamela, any protection that comes to a family will certainly come to the woman of the home as well. Okay. Says the Gemara, you know, we said a, a fascinating marshal, and I didn't get into this too deep per, on purpose because we we're waiting for this step. But we gave a parable of a guy at night. He doesn't know what's happening, he's scared of everything. He lights a torch, now the thorns are away. Dawn comes, animals and bandits are gone. He comes to the crossroads, now he found his path. So the way we explained it is at a path, uh, a crossroads, now you found your, you have a mahalach, but still a crossroads. Right? You still have a choice. So the Gemara asks, to my precious drachim, what, what, is, what is this example of he comes to a crossroads and all of a sudden he, he has his mahalach, he has his path. Omer of Chisra, Chisra says, Zet Talmud Chacham v'yoyim Misa. It's referring to Talmud Chacham and the Yoyim Misa. What does it mean, Yoyim Misa? That when a, a Talmud Chacham comes to his day of death, he knows that, that uh, he lived his life properly. The day of death, you know, you know you're safe. Rav Nachum Yisrael Gomar, Zet Talmud Chacham v'yiras It's referring to a Talmud Chacham and Yiras Chet. person who also has fear of, of sin, is going to be protected. Who it comes from his teachings, Aliba uh, de something that is halacha uh, lemaisa. Okay, he's uh, when when a person is able to learn down to halacha lemaisa and give clarity to himself and to uh, and to other yidden. So that's what's going to protect him and give him the proper path. Dover acher another. Um, another pshat Avera mechabe mitzvah Ve'en Avera mechabe Torah Avera is Extinguishes a mitzvah But in Avera does not extinguish Torah Right? That's what we said in the Brisa Tavar Acher Avera mechabe mitzvah Ve'en Avera mechabe Torah Om Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yosef says Darshay der Rav Menachem bar Yosef Lahaikra I want to tell you The Joshua Rav Menachem bar Yosef Is coming from the following pasuk Ki Sinai. It's, I'm sorry, the drasha of his pasuk, ki Sinai, is like, it was, it's so clear and so gewalt, so perfect, it's like it came straight from Sinai. The Omale Darshua, and if not for the drasha of Daig Vachi Teufel Hachi, if Daig Vachi Teufel would have darshaned it like Rav Menachem Rabbi you should know, like Radfu Basar David. They never would have run. They never would have run after David. Uh, I lost the place. Right? It says, "Leimar." It says, That Hashem has said to forsake him. My darish. What was the drasha? That David and the Maisa Basheva. Right. So they said he sinned. So you shouldn't have ervas David. You shouldn't have anything immoral in your gates. So they, you know, the David's chay of misa. But they didn't know that an avera is is uh, puts out the schar of a mitzvah. But avera is not mechabatayra. Since David Hamelach was was uh, a talmud chacham, it doesn't matter that he did an avera, even if he would have. Right? He did avera, but it does uh, in, in their mind. It shouldn't have mattered whether he did the avera. The bottom line is his avera was put away by his limaratayra. So what Rabbi Yosef is saying is again. If, if Achitayfel would have, uh, yeah, 
w- would have used this drasha of Tyra extinguishing any punishment of Avera, they never would have uh, led to the chasing after David HaMelech. My boys Yabuzu Lai. What does the Pasuk mean in Shir Ashirim when it says Bais Yabuzu Lai that he's gonna be uh, there's gonna be tremendous busha, it's gonna be tremendous embarrassment for him. Now Amar Ula Ula says, like Yeshimin Achi Azaria. It's it's uh, not talking about the the uh, incident of Shimon, the brother of Azariah, and not like Rabbi Yechanan de Benesia, who was the Nasi, rather it's referring to the, the Misa, the story between Hillel and Shevna. The Chiyasa Rabbi Dimi came he, he, to, uh, from Herzl, he taught us, Hillel v'Shevna achei havei, Hillel and Shevna were brothers. Hillel Asik Batera. Hillel was Isaac Batera. Shevna Avad Iska. While Shevna was involved in Asik, was involved in business. Lesaif, Omar Lei, Ta Narav Vinifleik. At the you know, as they got older, so Shevna said to Hillel, Come, let's divide. I'll give you money, you give me your Skaradimatera. It's not going to help if a man would give all of his property. You still don't have the schos of the until you do it prior by yourself. Okay. Chaim Kanievsky paskins this the halacha. Chaim Kanievsky paskins that a person cannot sell their schar once it's gotten, once it's received. You could do it prior. You could have a Yisachar Zavolin relationship for future. You cannot have a Yisachar Zavolin relationship for the past. Wow. Okay? Once, because otherwise it's an, it's an impossibility to put any sort of value on, uh, on Lima Atar. So it's, it's an impossibility to sell. Once you have it, you have it. If it's done prior, so then I originally agreed, kind of like there was a vitor beforehand saying, I'm not, I'm, I'm dividing it now. But it can only be a sucher's one relationship for the future. It cannot be something for the past. And if a person looks to the past to try to do that, it's, 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 a, it's an embarrassment for him. You're going to look back, you'll be like, what, seriously? I spent my life sitting in an office? Why, why am I doing that and, and not setting a time? Uh, and not setting aside any time for, uh, for Dafyami? Why am I not setting aside any time for, uh, for Minyan and, and Limanatayr? Okay. Chafal of Amadeis. Top line. Oimer Benazai. Benazai says, Right, the person obligated to teach his daughter Tyra, so that she'll know that Chosim could be me. They're teaching her immorality. What does Rabbi Yezir say? You're teaching her Tiflis. Say, you don't have to, there's no real purpose. You're teaching her something bad? What does that mean? It says if. Okay? Does that do any better? Let's see. Omar Rebbe Abo. Rebbe Abo says, My time is Rebbe Eliezer. Where is Rebbe Eliezer coming from? It says in the Pasuk, This is incredible. 
saying like this. Torah not only gives you a mahalach, hachayim, a path of life, Torah also teaches you how to think. And if a person is going to have the Torah go into them in a way of information, as opposed to a way of Kedusha, they're actually going, you ever heard the expression of, uh, they know just enough to hurt themselves? Right? That's what we're saying over here. This explains so much. Yeah, it does. Explains a lot. So explains a lot. Yeah, this is loaded. By the way, this is like, this daf is like a shas daf. There's like, there's a lot to like unpack with this. Rabbi Bo says, Ani chachmoshachanti arma. Within Tyra, there's arma. There's, there's, there's trickery, which even if a person's not intentionally trick, uh, tricking, it's, it's not intentional. But your mind starts to psychoanalyze things in a way, since all good psychology stems from Tyra. Start to analyze in a way, but you're not going to have the Kedusha built in to the, to the approach. That's what Rabbi Eliezer means. What are the Rabbanon who say it's a good thing? You should teach your daughter there. What do you do with the Pasuk? The words of Tyra only last in a person who stands unclothed in front of it. What does unclothed mean? You don't come with your preconceived biases. You don't come with your fancy suit. And already where you're, this is, this is the way that I'm living. And this is the way that I'm going to present myself. And now I'm going to put myself, I, I want to see how the terror is going to live in my life. Rather, we got to show up and we got to say, I don't know what's happening. Let me look at the terror to tell me what's happening. I'm not coming with my pre-existing notions and biases. Shinamar ani chachma shechanti arma. Omer of Yechanan, ain't the v'tarim iskarim el v'misha mesim atzmai k'misha enay. The Torah only lasts on a person who makes themselves kemisha enoi. means one of two things. It actually means two of two things. Number one is humble. Number two is you're not alive. It only lasts on somebody who learns Torah as if they're not alive in this world. Shinamar, as it says, from where will wisdom be found? This Gemara can best be explained with a story um, of a, a Yid. I forget the background details, doesn't matter. We'll get the, the main thrust. Very, um, he, uh, he ran a fabric store. And as he was getting older, he realized that he doesn't have enough enough of a bank account for the next world. So he tells his wife, I'm setting aside an hour every day, I'm closing the store and I'm going, I'm going to the base medrash. 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., I'm shutting down my store every day and I'm going to the base medrash for an hour a day. It doesn't make a difference if somebody's in the store, if I have a customer there, I'm not there. I'm not there. Okay. So 1 o'clock, locks the store, leaves. Comes back at 2 o'clock. And his wife says, what's, what's going on? You know, there were customers that came knocking and he says, I was learning. I told you I'm learning what to do. She says, yeah, but there's customers. We've got to learn Parnassah. He says, I'm sorry. One to two, I'm, I'm not here. 
The next day, he does the same thing. And she's like, okay, my husband became a shogunah. I'll wait for it to pass. Two weeks go by, this guy's losing deals beyond belief. And she said, you can't do this. You can't do this. You got to earn a parnasa. Do it at night. Do it at different. Do it at He says, no, at night it's busy. The kids are around. This is the best time for me to learn. I'm going to learn. She says, well, you're causing us to lose money. It's not it's simply not fair. She says to his wife, listen, I'm getting older. I'm trying to build up schosen. Pretend like I'm dead. If I be six feet under, are you going to come knocking on my grave telling me there's customers in the store? The Torah says, the way to positively learn, to let it be matzliach in Torah, make yourself kemisha enay. Pretend you're six feet under, I don't exist. Guess what's going to happen? The world will not end. The cemetery is full of people who thought the world cannot exist without them. The world's still running. Zog the Gemara, which means you gotta sometimes in life you have to make yourself Kamisha Ainai. Pretend I'm in the oil of my MS for the next hour. I don't have my phone, I don't have my text messages, I don't have anything that's going on. It's Tyra Tyra Tyra. That's the way to be Matsliach in Tyra. Vita. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, right, say, Isha If a, uh, Rabbi Shua gave a, a very cryptic statement towards the end, and he says that a woman prefers less money and more of a spouse, more of a husband, than more money and less of a husband. Says Gemara, my Gamar, what does he mean? Hachi Gamar, it means is, right, say, Isha Bekav Vitiflos Imai. A woman prefers less money accompanied with. Uh, less money, but she has her husband, Kavin, then a lot more, referring to a lot more food, Uprishus, but precious from her husband. As the Gemara has a general rule called Tavla Mesav Tandum and Mesav Armulu, right? Okay. And, uh, and the, um, yeah, okay. Weiter. Who, Haya Aimer. He was what he said. This is the end of Rabbi Shua's statement. Rabbi Shua said, there are certain things that mamish destroy the world. One of the things that destroy the world is a chassid shaita. A person who's a chassid, he's pious, but he's a shaita, he's a fool. It's one of the things that, that uh, destroy the world. Now, we know there's a mitzvah being Eved Hashem. But as my father, Zechari Lavracha, would, would uh, drill into us, over and over, make sure not to mix up frumkite with krumkite. They sound a little too similar. Make sure your frumkite does not become krumkite. Krum means twisted. Right? You very, very often we can rely on our religiosity to not live appropriately. Okay, so he says a foolish piousness is a terrible thing for the world. It's is terrible. So let's get into this. Hechidami chasid shaita. What is the case of a chassid shaita? Famous Gemara, right? Here we go. What's the case of a chassid shaita? Kegayim, for example, they got tava itzabinara. You see a woman drowning. Va'amar, and he says, Nah, I can't save her. I'm shomer negiyah. Lavay rachara listakule bavatzulafsh. If if I save her, I'm gonna have to look at a woman and touch a woman, mommy. The problem is, what's the issue here? So now this is extreme. But it's not extreme. The krumkite is not extreme. What's krum here? What's twisted here? You know what it is? 
your lack of priorities. If you prioritize the wrong thing in your religion, you're ruining the world, says Rabbi Yeshua. And then he says, you know what else ruins the world? A Russia Arum, an unclothed Russia. Hechi dami Russia Arum, Amr Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, Ze hamatim devarav ledayon kaidem sheyavai baldin chavira. It's a bezdin that allows, and it's referring to the litigant, but it's Dayanim as well, one of the litigants to get a little bit of an upper hand on the other before the other one is uh, able to show up, as the Torah says, Beferish, explicitly, that such a thing is forbidden. Uh, you're not allowed to listen to uh, uh, either side prior. And you should know, I've been able to pick up on this at times. I, I'm, I'm not a Paisic in, in Chaysha Mishpat. There's been times where the Chaysha Mishpat child has come up. So I've called Dayanim and explained the situation to them. And then, you know, and there's Dayanim that say, oh, I hear, I, you know, I hear the problem and, and I explain. I'll say, you, they can come to my bezin. So I used to think that's very nice of them. And then I, I called a Dayan once, I explained the situation. And he says, he says uh, I, I, I hear what's going on. He says, the problem is you already told me one side. I could recommend a different Bezdin to you. I came, you know, I came, I was like, whoa, 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 the Taka, this is, you know, you, you already explained one side of it. He doesn't want anybody showing up. He doesn't want any information before the two litigants walk in the room. Doesn't want anything. He doesn't even want it from a rabbi. Doesn't want it. I want, I want them to walk in clean. Or I'm just not going to sit on the case. Whatever it is. The, the, okay. But uh, It's a person who gives a dinner to an ani, thereby hurting him. You hear this? It's murder. You're worthy of accepting tzedakah if you have less than 200 zuz. Here's the halacha. This is fascinating. I'm going to give a little preface to the Mishnah. And this halacha lamay shochan aruch paskins this. person has less than 200 zuz, they're roi for tzedakah. If they have 200 zuz, they're not. But if you have 199 zuz, a person can give you 200 zuz as tzedakah. He could put you up to 399, and it's all called tzedakah. As, you could accept it as long as you have 199 in your hand. person could hand you, two, he give you $50,000. No problem, it's complete tzedakah. He says, you know what a Russia arm is? When you know a guy has 199, you're like, I'll be such a tzaddik, I'll give him one more. Says, you know what? You're a Russian. You're a mushkas. You're such a tzaddik. You're helping him out. You're hurting him long term. You're hurting him in the big picture. What are you, what are you, stop being such a tzaddik in that way. Yeah? You can't take the fallen grain, forgotten grain, the corner of the field. But if you even have 199 and a half, I feel a little nice and like Achas, you can even give him a thousand zuz. And I raise a yito. He could take it. And you're punk giving him this little bit. Ah, chutzpah. No, thank you. Ravasi Amar Veichinon Zeamesi Hamasi Eitza Limkar Benachosim Buatim. This is referring to somebody who gives Eitza to uh, for somebody to sell a little bit of their property. The Amar Ravasi Amar Veichinon Yisaimim Shekadmu Makar Benasachim Buatim. If the Yisaimim, if you have orphans that go and sell a little bit of property, Masha Machru Machru, what they sold, they sold. Okay. Now, this gets into some of the halachas of 
Yerusha of inheritance, somebody passes away with limited inheritance. So, the um, as long as you hold on to the land, then there's no money. So they can make collections for the girls in the family and so on and so forth. But once you advise land to be sold and to come in and money to be there, and now they're not able to collect on behalf of the daughters, you're you're hurting the family. I want to tell you, this is this is not uncommon. This is, I think there's a beautiful sensitivity here. It's a beautiful sensitivity in that there's times where people are in need and we try to figure out ways that they can use their own money without me giving them tzedakah. I'm not talking about helping somebody get a job. You want to help somebody who's poor, an orphan, get a job so they can be self-sustained and beautiful. Help them get a job. This is the best way. This is... Long term, uh, long term stability. This is beautiful, but what happens is sometimes the people come knocking on your door and they explain their situation. You know what I start thinking in my mind? I'm like, but one second, you, you, one, one second, you're collecting tzedakah. And, um, you, you just told me you have three married daughters who have diras in Bnei Brak. Why don't you tell one of them to sell their apartment? You'll have 1.7 million dollars. Take that money, support your other kids, and then once that money is used up, now you go around collecting it. But what do you do? What I just did. <laughs> what I just did is I took an apartment away with my, my Ibrachachma over here. I'm telling them how they're supposed to be utilizing to the best so that they don't... If you have real estate and you don't have cash flow, there's a way that, there, there's a way that they're allowed to go about collecting tzedakah. And people are entitled to have a little bit of a... Of a uh, you know, uh, um, what's it called? Nechassim. They're allowed to have some nechassim. For, for what they own You're not going to tell somebody So go sell your cell phone for $80 Or $200 or $500 Before collecting money It's, it's very nice to do deal, you know, to, to be smart for other people But that's, that's talking about a, a, a Russia art Okay Abayi Yom Rabayi says Zehamasi Eitzah It's somebody who gives Eitzah To sell Nechosim To sell property and this is following Reb Shimon Gamliel. What is what are we talking about over here? The time we learned in the Brisa, Nechasai Lecha. If somebody says, "I want my Nechasim, my property, to go to you," Viacharecha, and after you die, Lepliny. So I say to Reuven, Reuven, I want you to. I'm going to leave this to you in my will. But when you pass away, I want it to go to. I want it to go to Chaimel. Yeah, it's not up to you who to give it to. And Reuven goes. And he sells it or uses it up. So it ain't ever making its way over to Chaimel. Hasheni might see me out of the Kuches. Chaimel can go take it away from the Kuches. Divrei, Rebbe, this is the opinion of Rebbe. Rav Shimon Gamliel Aymer, Rav Shimon Gamliel says, Ein lasheni alamai shashayir rishon. No, it's not. Ruvain, it completely is as long as it's around. And the second one can only have, uh, can only take what the first guy, uh, what the first guy did not, uh, did not use up. Okay. Now, um, what Ruvain pulled off, according to Shimming Amlil, is being a Russia arm. He says, I don't want Chaimo to get it. I'll purposely, you do this in a way where nobody's ever going to, uh, you know, uh, Chaimo's not going to gain anything from it. Okay. It's somebody who tricks people to follow in, in his path of what he needs. I want to explain. This is, this is very deep. It's very gishmak. 
It's very gishmak. We have time? Yeah, all right, 30 seconds. There's so much to say about this, I want to just focus. Not to put a stomach block in front of somebody. Rashi says, you're not allowed to give an Eitzah, you're not allowed to give advice that's not fit for who? Lai. It's not fit for him. What does this mean? What does it mean, Eitzah, There's times where we'll give advice to people because... It works well for the grand scheme of things. For the community, it's the, mo- it's the best thing for him to do this. It's the best thing. Just but when you view things broadly and, you want, and it makes sense for how things should fall into place, there's two homes for sale and two families are looking for homes, right? And you know one family would appreciate a house more. They're both moving in from out of town, so they reach out to you. Or one's a big beer and give more money. Yeah, yeah, they're both reaching out to you to help them find a house. So one of them, you have a reason. It could both work for both. And Lamaisa, for everybody and, and walking-wise, but you're not giving the best advice to each individual person. Because if you do, if you do, it's going to hurt you. It's also me that rise. You're not allowed to do this. One more. This talking about somebody who's mekel on himself, but machmir on others. A person who learns, they become knowledgeable, but they don't hang around to me. The chums, they don't learn what it actually means to live the in the way of Torah. Okay, so much over here. We have to hold the day. Get ready for mincha. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.